0: What's going on everyone welcome to drama free gaming it is what it says and it says what it is we welcome you back to the live show here if you're catching us live on youtube.com forward slash drama free gaming we welcome you thank you hit that like button leave a comment leave some constructive criticism if there is such a thing. Again, remember, your opinion is your opinion, subjective to you, and whether or not I care. Well, that's another question uh, to be uh, pondered for another day.
1: (laughs) Savage. Savage. (laughs) I'm
0: not trying to make uh, any apologies or become some sort of uh, humanitarian here on YouTube or anywhere else. You know, I'm just trying to keep it real people but with us the uh usual suspects both of these my brothers from another mother uh let's introduce jay first what's going on jay talk to these people
1: hey what's going on everybody i I, i've been i know i've been on and off but i'm back i've had life has caught up to me and i had to handle some things but i'm back and i'm good it's good to be back it's good to be the anti-hero that everybody's looking for
0: but said the but anti-hero us. he's running from life like what's going on jay like is there a reward for you because i'll turn your ass in i know
1: you will look if there's a bounty to pop down my head i expect everybody to be running me down right
0: now so, no, no Hi, brothers. But I, do.
1: I got a special message for you guys though uh to everybody that subscribed <laughs> bounty that you know this, this year
0: uh oh, we getting some echo on your side, Jay. Oh, if you listen to the the stream, you got to mute it me? on your side. I did. I did. No,
2: I'm. I'm oh, not that
0: that was Henio. Henio's the uh, guilty party. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh,
2: Smash the like button. That's what I was trying to do. Go ahead, Jay.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, but I want to say thank you to those, uh, to those and those of new who have joined us on this podcast. Three, the three hundred plus of you that I've taken the time to listen to a bunch of old men complain, have fun, listen to games I want to. So just say thank you guys. And I hope, you know, you stay with us as we continue to grow. And, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm here. I'm back now. Hopefully I was missed.
0: Well, you know, you're always missed when you're not around. I mean, you know, you add that special kind of something and we – we just don't know how to end the show without, you know, those key phrases of yours when you know that oh, it's time yeah, to go to sleep.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, there you so go. <laughs> so, uh, at the end of the day.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
0: true. Yeah, man, we we know. We know when it's time to go hug our pillows. I don't even have to look at the clock. I'm like, we're about an hour and a half in because Jay is kind of like dismissing us already without saying a word. <laughs> anyway, let me introduce Hanyo yeah. hey, and we got Nate. And Caleb, Caleb is in the house in the chat. He's like, yo, let's what? go. Oh, what it is, KB.
2: What up, Caleb? What up, what up?
0: Caleb in the house. So he's joining us. He's probably gonna pop in for like a second, say what's up, and then break out and go play some Call of Duty. That's what he's been doing. So uh,
2: Cold War? We, yeah, the we... brand new one. Yep. Uh, all right. Yep. All right, what's Great. up, man? glad to be back on this virtual couch hanging out jay welcome back missed you thank you and uh you know let's let's get into it yeah let's
0: get into it indeed so you know let me uh get the niceties out of the way as i always do again here obviously on youtube at dramafree doc uh, drama free of course leave a like leave a comment leave a subscribe 362 subscribers not too shabby. Most of those subscribers, as we're going to talk about the year and review 2020, uh, most of the subscribers coming through this year. So, you know, maybe the pandy has, uh, you know, influenced that and you guys discovered the channel and for whatever reason you guys, uh, hung out, stayed here and, um, hopefully you're enjoying the content. Um, also, on uh, Anchor.fm, look up DFG Podcast and on other uh, podcast uh, vehicles that you might use. Um, I know uh, Pocket Cast, uh, I believe uh, iTunes, and some others. I don't know. I really haven't checked, but check us out. Anchor.fm, DFG Podcast. And this one is specifically DFG Podcast number 40, The Big Four Oh, 2020 year in review. So oh. let's let's jump into it. Let's just, you know, tonight we don't have an agenda, guys. We're just gonna be chatting it up, talking about 2020 and gaming and maybe some other stuff. So who, who's oh, been I playing what? Who wants to start off this this
1: oh, this topic? Well, hold on. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask who's been playing what. I'm a I'm gonna go with you on this question.
2: Oh okay.
1: What has been in your in your own opinion? What has been the major highs for gaming this year? Oh, <laughs> that was that's,
0: wow! That's a well, heavy duty question, yeah, there, man. The major question, highs.
2: Man. Yeah, oh, <laughs> let me start looking damn, up
0: on the know? internet
2: it's all all about battle royale i mean everyone's playing it one format or the other you know whether it's a Fortnite, call of duty and or some other game mode um even baseball mlb the show has a battle royale mode so you know i think battle royale has you know really peaked this year you know with everyone being indoors and and wanting to pick fights i think i think that's been the, the really highlight of the year in my book
0: I gotta agree. All right. Battle Royale. Yeah. The most definitely. All
2: right, then, time. All but you, right, you, you, you time throwing time. that at me
0: or you gonna give me something else?
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, Daniel gave a great answer. Uh huh. And there's nothing I can say today to back that up, but to you, brother.
0: For me, I gotta
1: hear uh-huh. you. I, I want to hear the all time lows from you.
0: The, Ooh, for oh, man. The all time low?
1: Wow. Yeah, huh. for 2020.
0: I mean, I think in general, I don't want to sound happy and optimistic, but to be real, I think we were talking about it the other night when we were not recording and we were just chilling for a little while. But 2020 has been the year to game because everybody's been locked up, shut down, you know. And and if you haven't really done any gaming and found something that you have really either returned to and have fallen in love again, or discovered something new, um, then I don't know. I don't know about what I can tell you as far as like what have been the downs. Um, my my honest truth here is a lot of people like to highlight the the negatives, and it's not a lot of people. I call them the vocal minority. You know, the people that just want to jump on. One certain developer or one certain game not living up to the quote-unquote hype that the people, you know, surround and shrouded with. And at the end, you know, it, it's like, you know what? Was the game that bad? Was the game not your cup of tea? Um, Is it only like 0.1% of the quote-unquote gamers out there complaining about this because you know, they're the ones that get the game and have to make the content and all this other stuff and blah, 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 blah. I mean, it it could be a more involved answer, but I don't really think that there's really been like any low, low, lows, unless you've, you know, focused on that stuff. Um, There's been controversies, you know, there's been a lot of that, a lot of drama, but I don't like to get my myself caught up in that you know i always try to look past the haze and and you know turn a a deaf ear to all the noise and try to see what's really there in my opinion so uh, i don't know if i don't know if that's satisfactory to you as an answer
1: (laughs) Uh, as i said i don't know if it's satisfactory but come on man i mean there has to be something that happened this year in gaming that made you hang your head and go come on man it has to be
0: something. I don't think there's anything that I can recall off the top of my head this year. Um, I mean, I'm glad that the next-gen consoles are here. Um,
2: are they? Are they here? Well,
0: I yeah, them. I mean, you know, they, they're here physically. We, we haven't tapped that. That's a whole other topic. I mean, but what I mean is that that... This year was weird. It was it was weird the way that people had to to uh you know, they had to adapt and overcome. And I think that's what a lot of us um as gamers whether we're hardcore, you know, on the edge of gaming, we get the game, you know, if there's early access, that's who we are. We're jumping in there. We're going to pay the extra money or whatever, which I think is dumb, but that's my opinion. Um you know, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I can't I can't really tell you um because it's it's been weird like that. And I think that it kind of showed people's true colors and maybe even ourselves as gamers. Um I know that I looked at my backlog and I said, I got a lot of games to play to worry about if X game is going to be delayed another month. Uh three months, a year. Like I really wasn't looking forward to any game coming out this year. And that includes cyberpunk. I I, I was like, Hey, I'll play it eventually. But I Uh still got so many games in my backlog. And this year was just, was just that. And now with the, with, with the Xbox series X and the quick resume feature, Yo, I play four games at a time. I'm playing more games now. I'm touching more games now. Even the game that you guys are seeing on the screen right now, um, it's The Last Campfire. I just picked it up. It was an indie game that I've been wanting to play. I'm enjoying it, but I'm playing that alongside Dark Souls 3, alongside Batman, alongside Dirt 5, alongside, you know, you name it. I'm touching games and actually playing games uh, more now than, than ever. So, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not part of that crowd. Maybe I'm weird. Maybe I'm wrong. But it, that's just me. Hallelujah. Pops is in the room. What's up, population killer? DFT hey, community up, in the house. Pops raising the hand, making sure that he's being recognized. Shout out to Pops. Hey, And, and I see Pops playing out there. Pops is a gamer. Like, I see him playing... Monster Hunter, when there's new content that comes out, if not, he's playing something else. I mean, I don't think the average Joes like us get caught up in all that mess of, oh, uh, this game, you know, uh, Halo Infinite didn't come out and that destroyed the launch of the Xbox and oh my gosh, you know, CD Projekt Red just screwed up, you know, uh, Cyberpunk 2070. Like people just, it's a bunch of nonsense, really, to me. To me, it's nonsense, you know, Um, because wait, wait for about six months for CD Projekt Red to actually put the work in to Cyberpunk and patch up the game, fix it up and do all this stuff. And then people are going to be like, yo, this game is amazing. Wow. And all this talk that you hear now is going to be gone. And that's been the case with so many other games. Absolutely right.
1: So. I'm going to tackle both questions now since I did ask you guys. The first thing, and look at you guys, be like, oh, this dude must mm-hmm. have got something to
2: say. My ears went up.
0: Yeah. It sounds <laughs> know, like he wrote something down, right? Well, he was like, oh, yeah, you know, we always go by the seat of our pants, but sounds like he had this written uh, did, down and planned.
1: No, no, this isn't written down. <laughs> but, uh, scroll. <laughs> what <would> I. <laughs> wow, come on, man. But, but I want <laughs>
0: pops in the room before you answer that jay pops in the room and the chat says glitches in new games really is what makes them fun yeah i find them i find a lot of glitches just like really not even worth mentioning they're like stupid glitches like okay you're shooting and then all of a sudden your weapon is floating in the air okay or your character goes through you know through a wall and doesn't open the door, let's say. You know, like in this game, I caught a couple of glitches that I was playing. I'm climbing the ladder. Instead of going through the ladder, they'll just go like underneath the mountain and pop up on the top. That didn't destroy my gaming experience. Like, you know, it's a glitch. It'll get patched, whatever. <laughs> so,
1: oh, oh, okay.
0: But go ahead, Jim. Now,
1: now, Pops, thank you, thank you. Thank you for that, Pop. Now now you switch my frame. One of the things bad I hated this year was the entitlement of gamers and how dumb they so damn smart to dumb seriously all you do is we'll take cd project red and not to mention i think cd project red is a great company they do what they supposed to do they put out quality games cyberpunk 2077 was very ambitious on all sides for them they having some hiccups right now anybody who's entitled I'm sorry, I'm about to let it go tonight, but y'all need to shut the fuck up. Mm. Seriously. You, you're you complaining about something that happens in gaming all the time. Name one game in 2020 that's been released that hadn't either patched or, or that ain't had a glitch or or something. Mm. You can't. Well, then some of you might be able to, because there are some indie games that came out that were just fantastic.
2: Clean. Clean games, they're smaller mm-hmm, yeah. too, but mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But you know, you can't expect every game to come out and be a one. Not gonna happen. So shut up, stop being entitled. Let these game companies do what they got to do. Yes, you do have some failures. Sometimes I do understand. Marvel's Avengers. I feel sorry for y'all that bought it, cause I wouldn't go and buy it. And now you ain't got no player base, cause you ain't got no content, cause the game sucks. So I can't say nothing about that, but I can I can mash and destroy a whole bunch of games out here. But mainly, my problem is with the gamers themselves. Shut up, stop complaining, and let these companies do what they do. Now, on the opposite end of that, sometimes it's your money. You spend you you flaunting the money for the game. You dropping the money for the game. Hey, game company, where it at? Well, we need to leave it in the oven. You know what? They're telling you what's going on. Game needs to be finished. We need to extend it. They got to delay it. You guys should be happy when companies address delays. You know why? That means it's a better damn game.
2: I got a point to make on the side here, bro. God.
1: go ahead man go ahead say what you gotta but,
2: say you know I think I think the fear for the gamer is that um, the developer might get back to what they were promising right and I think the best example for that would be probably Duke Nukem in which you know Duke Nukem was supposed to be this grand you know game coming out and people wanted it the damn game so bad but they knew they you know not yet not yet and it was always like it wasn't even like public that that they were actively working on something and and but the public wanted it they just you know whether it was really going to happen or not it kind of stoked the developers to say all right let's just get this game out and see what happens and when they did pump out the game after many delays and still you had that demand there they pumped out a a crappy game i couldn't even make it like half hour through the game before i said nope back into your case I'll put you on the shelf and it's a nice little stripe right there on my shelf. Mm. Uh sometimes something, you know, people want something so bad it forces the developer's hand, you know, whether the developer was going to work on it or not, when they do push it out, it's it's an incomplete game. It's it's a game that's broken and and you know, these days it's fixable because of downloadable content, right? A downloadable, you know, game. Right. You know, digital. Yeah. Uh so it's fixable you know they're able to patch it you know whether you know no matter what the case may be no matter how bad division two how many updates did that game go through yeah they kept building on it not so much as patching it but they kept adding stuff to it they kept adding missions gameplay and stuff like that you know so you know while they were doing that they were also fixing and patching but the game itself as as a whole product wasn't shown to the public as a whole. It was done little by little, and that's becoming uh, the 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 standard now. Mm-hmm. We're gonna give you that up front.
1: Nickel and dime you to death. That's mm-hmm. why. Like-
2: Mm -hmm. Because there's there's demands for, you know, for the company to to meet certain, you know, deadlines. So, you know, Christmas time, you need to get this game out the door. You need to. It's not so much even about the marketing and stuff like that. It's just just get it into the to the user's base, no matter how bad it is. They're going to accept a patch or something on first day patch or a month later patch, whatever the case may be. Just get this game. Let the people buy it and later on, you know, we'll recoup from it with the game, you know, with with the base of fans. Yeah. So, you know, but just get this game out the door no matter what. I think Cyberpunk should have waited until after the new year, but that's me. And that game is just sitting underneath my Christmas tree and it's a PC version. Mm. So I I know it's going to be patched. It's going to be patched at least three to four times before I even open that package. Right. Right.
0: (laughs) Right. I'm, I'm going to make a comment and I want to read the chat because people are walling in here. But Pop says he agrees 1000% <laughs> with you, Jay, when you made the comments about the glitches and all that other good stuff. Caleb is in the house and he's saying, Yo, if you could box anyone, who would you box? All YouTubers are boxing nowadays. And then he's just <laughs> cracking up. And uh, I ain't trying to box nobody.
1: Total. <laughs> so- if I could box, first of mm. all, I'm too old to box now. I don't uh-huh. do that. But if you want to meet me in a street corner, I'll put you to sleep, but it won't be with a fist.
2: That's all I can say. Too old for I, that. He piqued my interest. Now I got to see who I subscribe to. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, no. but you know,
0: you 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 make a good point, Hanyo, about you know the 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 patches of the game, the continued patches. You know, we have we have a genre. That has kind of like sprung up and has evolved and has become its own beast, you might say. And and that's that, you know, that battle royale uh games for service game or games as a service where it's a continual Adding on to the game, you're not ever going to get a finished product and you're fooling yourself if you think that the mechanics in the game, the actual game itself, quote unquote, the story, anything and everything in that game is going to be 100%. It's never going to be because that's not the purpose of these games. Should we have certain expectations? Yes, we should because we're paying the money, but. Our expectations, I think, should be tempered. We should understand what it is that we're getting into and not, you know, turn around and say, oh, another piece of trash game, this developer sucks. I- I'm gonna go back right back to uh, CD Project Red, right? here, Here is one of the only developers out here, one of the few developers out here. If you go to GOG.com, GOG.com, they own that platform okay um so cd project red is not just a developer of games like they own that platform they got money they don't need console players money okay <laughs> they could release their game in their country to pc players and and they'll be fine okay So if you and I are whining about our game not running on our console, that's the least of of, of their problems, okay? But here's a company that if you go to GOG.com, go check out their return policy, okay? Their return policy, and I'm bringing this up because I'm seeing a lot of, they're getting a lot of crap. And again, people want to be sensationalist and they want to report and say, oh, good luck getting your money back from you know CD Projekt Red if you bought the game on console. I don't know how that works because you gotta deal with Xbox, Microsoft, and Sony. But when you deal with, with GOG, CD Projekt Red, go and check out their policy on GOG.com. No questions asked. You could have the game, I think, like up to 30 days on your PC, and if you want your money back, you just say, hey, I want my money back. And you get your money back. And That's other line
2: number one. Huh? What's line that num- line? Number one.
0: Yes. And and who else is doing that out there? Is steam doing that? I don't think so. Are, are any of the is Bethesda doing that? I don't think so. And Gog, when they put that out. A lot of people were like, yo, this is crazy. How are you going to like give people back? And you know what it is? That they build trust and they build relationships with their consumer base. And then they back it by not only telling you, hey, if you're not 100% satisfied with this game, we're going to give you your money back. But that doesn't deter them from continuing to work on the game and get it right. Even if it takes them six months or a year down the road. Look at Witcher 3. Did Witcher 3 launch in a perfect state? People probably don't remember because the game is amazing now.
2: I have no idea because I'm just started playing it now.
0: Yeah, But the a- game a- did not launch in the state that it is in. And we know it now. And people right. sing its praises. And, and that's my point. That people... In the beginning, oh, the game sucks, it's trash, they let us down, blah, 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 blah. Come back to that. I'm going to play that game. I'm going to play CD Projekt Red's uh, Cyberpunk 2077 probably a year from now. And I'm not going to have none of the glitches and none of the stuff that you guys are, like, crying about because I waited on the game. I got about yeah. 200 other games that I can play. Mm-hmm. And okay. that's been, okay, of- and that's been the year that's 2020 for you. Cause we're talking about the year in review and, and I don't want to, you know, seem like we're just talking about what's happening now, but that's, that's been the year. Don't you guys think that that's, I mean, how have you treated this year or how has the year treated you in relation to gaming?
1: Anybody um, just jump in. Well, it, You know, I would go back to what you said originally, all in all, it has been a year for gaming. I mean, it, the 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 releases may not have been spectacular as everybody may have wanted. You know, we had titles. You know, we had uh, a major AAA title drop in Last of Us 2. You loved it. You hate it. You had uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I love, it. I love it when games do that. It came out of nowhere, and the game is a killer.
0: Yeah. That's Sucker Punch, right? You they know, killed it.
1: Got yeah. Animal Crossing that dropped this year when everybody was at the height of the pandemic. Man, everybody would have they switch. Yep. And they want some Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. So if you tell me this year you you didn't play nothing as a gamer. Like if you didn't play nothing, I'd have punched you in the mouth. I'll find <laughs> you and punch you in the mouth. Come on now. Don't speak blasphemy like that on gaming.
0: I mean, not not to mention, but to mention Game pass, I mean, (laughs) Game pass, the Netflix of gaming and it only keeps getting better and better and better. I mean, if, if you can't find something on game pass to play, I can't, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't pop says in the chat, as far as game, as far as games dying, I seen seven people streaming Anthem. So it's on a comeback. (laughs) Yeah. Anthem is on a comeback.
1: Mm-hmm. Anthem ain't on no comeback. Everybody's waiting on Anthem next 2.0. That, or That game came whatever out this year.
0: That's gonna be. No, no. They, it came they
1: out nothing, last year. Last year. Mm-hmm. All right. So I want to know, and I know we kind of henyo. I don't know if you were in the conversation we were watching, but most of us sat down and watched the Game Awards this year. Mm-hmm. Now, first, I'm going to say this before we give our opinions. I'm not going to let the votes of journos. The term I love for gaming. All right. So it doesn't matter if Last of Us Two cleared a whole bunch of awards that it shouldn't have.
0: In your and, opinion.
1: In my opinion. But
0: <laughs> but this chops.
1: For what for the for the for 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 the record, the Last of Us Two is a pretty game. The game mechanics are you can't go against it. I could say a lot of bad about it. Full of trash, the game lunch. All I can say is, if you're going to spend the money to play the game, just spend your money and play the game. Damn, what anybody else has to say, "Am I going to buy it?" No. Am I going to play it? No. But I am going to speak kindly of the game because I can't bash it, and I don't think it deserved a lot of the awards it got at the awards. And plus, the game awards was boring. Guess That's what I get to, to expect—one giant ass commercial Twitch. <laughs> that's
0: what I, that's what I get to see. <laughs> yeah, Jay, Jay's been Jay's been kind of timid here on the uh, podcast cuz he's had some some uh pretty vocal opinions Timmy. about especially about the, the game awards and and uh The Last of Us. Um I mean, tell us You're how you really timid. feel. Come on, Jay, let loose. What what are you talking <laughs> about here? You're like, "Oh, I'm not going to bash no, it." Yo, yo, Come yo, on yo. now. Come I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> tell the okay, truth, okay. Jay. Tell okay. the truth.
1: What? Okay, first off, Last of Us 2 would be a great game if it wasn't for the damn politics. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, stop (laughs) picking damn sides on gaming. Stop. Gaming, leave reality. When I play my games, I don't want to think about gender and all that extra shit. No, I don't. I want to play my game. If I want to be Marcus Phoenix, cutting down enemies, then damn it, that's what I want to be. If I want to be like Hanyo, jump on some MLB show and knock some heads and knock some runs.
2: You, know, you don't knock that's that what to
0: an MLB, do. bro. You play baseball. Boy,
1: they play. I thought they had to fight
0: you can clear the benches. Oh, <laughs> This guy's fighting. He's fighting in every game. You ain't going to find that in this game that's playing on the screen. I mean, if you find it, I don't know, man. This guy...
2: <laughs> just a no, just a side note there, MLB oh. specifically has told uh, S- uh, Sony San Diego not to include fighting in, in the game. Nah, so, no clearing Ooh. of the benches and stuff
0: like that, right? So, yeah.
2: Oh, oh, oh. Oh, they should have told them to kiss their head. Nah. <laughs> nah.
1: I'm like, nah. So just take your base. Hey, They're fight. <laughs> they fight today. Somebody's going to take this air.
0: Oh, man. I'm oh, at. But, but, but uh,
1: you know. Go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say that, you know, again. It's, it's all where are you lending an ear to as a gamer? Because if you're not a content creator where you have to kind of kind of sort of if you're going to go with the flow report on every last, you know, bit of quote unquote news, um, then you're going to get caught up in all of that. You know, and all of that drama with the, you know, the politics and the, oh, the Game Awards are, you know, they're um whatever, rigged and Jeff Keighley, he's a Sony fanboy and all this. Come on now. Like, you know what? I was glad that for 2020, not only did we have the Game Awards and I think that it was produced, I mean, really good. Um, Things went off without a hitch. We got to see a lot of games announced that are nowhere near done, but we got a lot of games announced, but we also got, you know, it wasn't E3, but we got a solid like two, three months of a trickle of games coming through. Uh, from IGN, from Jeff Keighley, and some collaborations that he was doing with other people. We got some uh, dev interviews. We got a look at uh, what PlayStation was doing behind the scenes before they announced their system. The same thing with Xbox. So there was content out there for us to really be like, okay, now was it enough? It's never enough. Was it to our liking? Not everybody's going to like it. Um, did they do a great job. Some people gonna say, "I, oh, it was trash. They should have given us more. No one's ever satisfied. But in a year like 2020 that everybody was on lockdown, man, I think we were blessed that we had something to tune into and look forward to because they could have said, you know what? The pandies out here, we ain't doing nothing. And you would have been watching reruns of Barnaby Jones. That's what mm-hmm. you would have been
1: doing. <laughs> so wow did you have to go back hey
0: that i'm just throwing it out there some people are like what was barnaby jones yeah look it up you would have been seeing some Barnaby jones magnum pi something something some reruns oh, of Mag- something
1: magnum i was man. sorry oh, <laughs> i don't give a no
2: see what, jay, what, leave what it to gamer, jay
0: to enjoy something <laughs> uh,
2: you yeah, what what game, gamers needed to kind of um understand is that a lot of these uh developers had to shift everything from walking into an office to doing everything at home so now you know they had to do file transfers they had to have the right hardware you know locally now to their home you know with this whole pandemic so you know, that could have caused delays and setbacks to certain projects that, that were coming down the pipe. Um, maybe some of these games would have been coming out sooner. Who knows? Um, but, you know, gamers needed to understand that, you know, there was a shift in – you know in in the workplace and, and the workflow of things you know so that could have you know also hampered things a lot worse the yeah. fact that they were able to continue to produce and to you know uh keep the keep the work going of development uh you know it's just it's just great it's you know it's that you, yeah, you know where we're
0: at i, I- yeah, I applaud them. I'm going to give them an applaud, whoever you are, whether people thought that your game and your development and was trash or whether it was a gray game, whatever. You know what? I applaud you guys that y'all continue to to put your head down and try to do the work that you did in under the conditions that you did. I know for me that, you know, I continued working through 2020. I, I count that as a blessing. Um, it wasn't easy and it still ain't easy, you know, so I could just imagine again, the, the, the technicalities and the strategics of, of how to, you know, how do you get a team that you would bring into a building hundreds of people under the same roof, collaborating to, to build this one project. Now you got people here, people there, and you're trying to build this infrastructure I mean, it's a lot of work, man. And and we just take things for granted. And here we are, wanna pout and whine. And oh, you know, when where am I gonna get Halo Infinite? I hope Halo Infinite doesn't come until 2022, the end of the year. Really, to be honest with you. Give me a, a an amazing game that's gonna blow my mind, that's gonna be truly next gen. I don't want no, you know. Cross gen, make it work on the Sega Master System. No, give it to me on the Xbox Series X and Series S. Like, let's let's get over it, people. You know, it's it's you want something. There got to be a trade off. That's all I'm saying. Pop says in the in the chat, gaming has no place outside of the game itself. I agree with you, brother. And he says next, you
1: know what, Pop? I'm with you.
0: Yeah, and he says next we'll add. Will ads in games, or will be ads in games? Yeah, that's happening now. That's sure. happening in the sports games. There's yep. ads it all over in, the place. Uh, Fighter, Absolutely, it happened
1: in Street Fighter Five Championship Edition as well on the PlayStation Four.
0: Yeah, wasn't there so, some controversy yeah. with uh, uh, what was this game? The NBA game, NBA Two K, where there was an actual uh, cut scene NBA or something NBA. that you could not skip. You had to see the yeah. commercial.
1: Yeah, that was that, his reason. So. Yeah. That's so low. I want to say this, guys, those of you who are listening. Those of us, most of us that are talking now, the three of us, we've been gaming since gaming was a thing. When, when you were called a nerd, it was derogatory. Mm-hmm. All right. When I was playing Nintendo, Master System, Genesis, I was called a geek and a nerd. Mm. You know, and it it, it sucked. Because, you know, you felt like you were this unknown oddity. And, you know, nobody really understood what you did. But you've been there. When you've been there through all the gaming releases, gaming console releases. By the way, this year was the worst console release I've ever seen. But right? you guys got to I, I, I think I think it's the worst one I've ever seen. Um, interesting. I remember, do you guys remember when PlayStation 1 first hit the market?
2: Can you guys remember that far back? Uh, yeah, of course. I, I don't remember Do the struggle like, like there, there is now, especially with the ability to online order and stuff like that. That should be sitting in warehouses and just click and, and send. Right. Yeah. So I what agree. about now? Let's take it back. Let's take it back
1: to the previous generation, which is the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. When, those, when, those, when, when they released, they were in short. They were, they were Yeah, they were in fun. short supplies.
0: They were in short supplies,
1: but you could find one.
0: Yeah. Well, you you could find one, but if you didn't pre-order, you didn't find one to like about a couple weeks later. Okay. Yeah. So, because yeah. I remember pre-ordering uh, the Xbox, and I was like, for every one Xbox, there was like ten people picking up <laughs> Playstations at GameStop when we went and got it on release day. But um, but if you didn't pre-order, you didn't get one to like. A month out, and the games were slim to none. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like you was playing brand new games that were like, "Oh wow, this is amazing!" Uh, you know, welcome to the next gen. So and people forget that it took a while for games to come through. It took a while for systems to be more commonplace. But what did we learn in 2020 with the lockdown? And everything going to, uh, you know, like Henio just said, ordering it on online. Um, that you got people that are going to take advantage, you know, of the circumstances, and they're going to make a buck. And that I doesn't know. change. And you got, yeah, you know, that's, that's the scalpers. Um, it's the reality. And what what did what did we learn? What did the manufacturers learn? What did the distributors learn? And how are they going to address it, if at all, moving forward?
1: Well, only only time will tell that. But you would think, after all the years of them doing this, they would have been ready for it. You know, they took the whole year. We had to watch that uh the one the one video on the PlayStation Five with Mark Cerny, and we were about to go sleep. Mm -hmm. You know, we watched Phil uh, Phil Spencer talk about these systems and how good they're going to be and how powerful they are. The hype was real. Like the hype train was getting loaded and coming down the tracks full steam. Everybody was getting hype. But then you go, oh, we're going to have a shortage. Wait, what?
0: Yeah, but because, you know, they're not going to report. You see, we found this after the fact. They're not going to make part of their presentation telling you and me, the consumer, oh, by the way, we want to let you know that the RDNA2 CPU chip that's in these systems that is custom made. Well, we waited until the very last moment to get these chips because we were waiting for a specific set and we didn't start producing these systems until like late August, early September, and the people developing games on them only had like nine months to put their game on there. They're not gonna tell you that, bro. (laughs) Cause we're gonna be like, you and me are gonna be like, "Uh, so what, what does that mean? Like, should I get the system? Shouldn't I? No, they're gonna tell you, hey, we're developing the best system, the hardware, the this and that and the other. After the fact is when we learned when we knew Xbox, you know, waited until late August of the year before um, it launched. So that's to start making the systems. Okay. Never mind about the dev kits and all this other stuff. So, I mean, there's stuff that we don't understand again. And we go back to it and we say, oh, they should have been ready. You know what? I don't think in any console launch, no one would have anticipated. That the pandemic was coming. No one anticipated. That we were going to be in shutdown. Nintendo. Made a killing. Selling consoles. To the point that they ran. Out of consoles. Because they were selling Animal Crossing. With it. Mm -hmm. And go out now. You starting now. Now you're beginning to find. A switch here and there. But. They ran out. And when the switch was gone, the PlayStation was gone, man, even the Xbox was gone. You couldn't find nothing, nothing because people were at home. But no one anticipated the year that we had where everybody was on lockdown. Everybody was home. And that meant more gaming. And we're talking about console, just the PC, PC. And as far as like trying to find hardware, Henio you can talk about that trying to find CPUs and GPUs and capture cards and and monitors you wasn't going to find nothing
2: Henio you there no, I, Yeah 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 no I'm I'm taking it in you know it's true you know especially with the video cards you know with, with the with the new th- 3000 series that came out everybody just wanted to upgrade their system to that newer, powerful card just to, you know, sort of be prepared for what's coming, you know, cyberpunk and, you know, other titles that are on their way, you know, you wanted it to be the first one. You want to have your system in place. You want to run it as soon as you get that game. And, you know, it, COVID just put every, every set, everything back. And production is one of those things that was impacted the most. I agree. Yeah. And we're still talking
0: about, and we're still talking about 2020, the year in review in gaming, this is the reality of our gaming. Like we forget we have a very expensive hobby, but Mm -hmm. it's that it's a hobby and something like the pandemic shook the gaming industry. It shook the PC industry. It shook
2: everyone. Everyone people, and people couldn't get to factories, you know, to, to do what they needed to do to work. That you know, the 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 whole factory part of it of things. These are physical items. This isn't a digital content that you know somebody sitting behind a computer, you know, typing it away. They right. had to physically get in there and cre- you know put these pieces together and box them up and you know do whatever microchipping they do. And you know, someone physically needed to be there. And COVID set all that back. And this is just a, a, a backlog of workload that you're experiencing right now. The timing of it is, is obviously awful for us without, a you know, without a video card or without a system. Yeah. yeah. and, and uh, I was and, just going to say that.
0: Go ahead, go ahead, Jay. And I, oh, I was no, just going to say worry. something. No, I was going to say that Pops in the room says uh, feels like they only made 100 PS5s and Series Xs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I got lucky getting a series X to be honest um today, today, before all day, I was trying to uh secure a, a PlayStation 5 um because you know they gave an announcement Best Buys was dropping them. Let me tell you, it was impossible and I have the ability to be on the computer pretty much all day long and I was on the computer all day long and I would see it come up. And try to add it to cart. It was hit and miss, hit and miss. But I couldn't get one, and I was like, "Wow, whoever got it, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It, it's it's Knows it's that bad.
2: It's that bad. Knows how to program a bot. Yeah, um, yeah. Of course. I'm looking at a website called NowInStock.net, mm-hmm. right? And it kind of lets you know the big vendors that you know. Do they have stock? Are they are they reporting that they have stock? Right, right. Okay. They're all out of stock except mm-hmm. one place. eBay. <laughs> you know who's on <laughs> eBay. Mm-hmm. Them
1: scalpers.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: And, hold hold yeah. on. Oh, what, can I say this? Go ahead. Before you go on. If anybody out there is stupid enough, and I repeat, if you are stupid enough to drop $1,300 on the damn system, you need to be drawed, quartered, and shot.
0: Oh. And that's do cheap. Give- Thirteen hundred yeah, two. Do- I seen them for two G's.
1: <laughs> yeah. So why why would you guys give? Why would you give people extra money for something that's going to become readily available in the next few months? It ain't that serious. Mm-hmm. Next gen ain't here. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with upres right now. Next yeah. gen is not fully here.
2: Jay, so I'm going to say one thing. I'm a dad of two girls. I stood in the pouring rain in front of Nintendo's headquarters here in New York City, waiting for an Animal Crossing Switch. Well, you know <laughs> and, what? Well, you know I what? Out of pocket <laughs> in the rain on mean? a you know early morning, five, four o'clock in the morning, I think it was. Mm. Well, Parents see, will don't. go out their way for their kids to they get. The now, yeah.
1: yeah, I'm a father of two boys, and I and I can understand your plight on that. But the only difference is my two boys can wait your two little girls they drop them sap <laughs> the dog guys i understand
2: <laughs>
0: they, they got his boys playing centipede they like
2: <laughs> they, they don't know what 64 bit is yet <clears throat> nope he
0: hasn't graduated them yet he's like you playing this and you going to
2: like it <laughs>
1: Hey, if you can't beat the first three levels of ghouls and ghosts, we can't talk. Oh, man. my <laughs> God, <boys.
0: laughs> Savage. You talk about me. You a savage, bro. <laughs> Them boys is sweating. They think that game is three stages long.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're in for a rude awakening.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, I got to say what's up to Richard in the room. Richard says what's up. He's been in here for a while, um, right. but I want to acknowledge him. Pops is coming with, with the good points. He... He says, the fact is you all are forgetting this isn't the first pandemic. This is what, like the second or third in 20 years? I feel like they could have implemented a way around stuff by now. And I'm gonna tell you this, Pops. This is my two cents on it. I agree with you, but no one does anything unless... Something is on fire. Once something's on fire, people respond. People want to come together. People forget about their differences. Humanity is like, oh, kumbaya time. We all got to like make it together. And the moment that the crises, the pandemic, whatever it is, is done, people go right back to their comfy lives like nothing ever happened. That's and, right. and that's on a small scale and on a large scale.
1: You know what? I got to say this, and Pops, you, you'll probably, all of you agree on this. Half of y'all people today, if you're listening, wouldn't have made it through the 80s and the 90s. Without internet, you had magazines to read about your games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The only thing you do is there's an article about this game. You would read it like,
2: yo, that game's going to be a beast. And that was the source of information. There was nothing else to look up to, to until the next month. Right.
1: That, so, you know, and it, then you guys also got to think about it for the PC people. When PC was up and coming, even though it was still the best gaming machine beyond the consoles, how hard it was for these guys to learn when new tech came out mm. in the 80s and 90s. And mm. hey, you're talking about before the PC generation really blew up on. You know all their hardcore, you know focus, you know set hardware. You know when graphics cards really became whoa—that's a graphics card. Is how much? Yeah. You know, you know, so PC guys. I mean, everybody information was limited. Half of you would not have made it. Would not. Yeah, I. I Good. It was was cool. I loved it. I love picking up magazines and reading. Nintendo, what was it Nintendo? Nintendo Power, EGM, uh, GamePro. I mean, there, there's so many of them, guys. So be thankful you live in a entitled society where all your information is here. Yeah. When us What's old that? folks, we didn't <laughs> have it like that.
0: And you know, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Jay, you, you know, you sounding like your parents now, and and I thought we would never get to that, right? But but oh, man. every generation lives in their time. So in a way for us to, to, to you know, come off the top rope and, and smash people and say, hey, you know, be thankful. What we're really saying, guys, is we're thankful and you guys have no clue. <laughs> but the generation that's coming is going to be privy to things that you and I we're going to say, man, you guys are like even, even further, you know, should be further thankful that you got this, you got that and the other, because during my time, this is all we had, you know, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's like every generation lives and does what they do within their generation. Like our thing, like Jay said, you know, magazines, we were, we were looking at the little caption pictures that were like, Sometimes blurry, smeared, and it was like our imagination taking over, you know, saying, "Oh, this is this is gonna be hot! Look, yo, look at the graphics on this!" And it was like a little, you know, a little picture, like a passport picture you was looking at, Uh, but already you was playing it out in your head, and you knew when they said, "Oh, this game is coming out," you know, eight months from now, whatever. You did not miss not one copy of the magazine, and it only came out once a month. Mm-hmm. And you yep. looked for every little scrap bit of news that you could find. So, yeah, Nate says dial-up. Y'all remember dial-up?
1: I mean. Oh, man, you yeah. talking about the AOL days, man, when you took 20 minutes just to get online.
0: The dial-up, bro. And and Pop says, waiting on Nintendo Power to beat a stage. Yeah. Remember waiting on the, oh, on the Nintendo man. Power to just, <laughs> let's see who cracked this. It, yeah. It's yeah today we it just was, today it's like oh dang this game is frustrating me i'm just gonna look it up on youtube
2: yeah you there know was no yeah you know and, also it, it's it's also beneficial uh you got access to the developer's mind um so you know you know you it's you're being exposed deeper than you were in a magazine or even a website now this generation does at least right. you know before you 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 had to get that you had to wait for that issue to come out with the one-on-one interview and even then the developer wasn't really spilling the beans he was spilling the beans on his game but not necessarily that person that you know the, the person um you get that now you know, you get to see um, the developer and his attitudes towards things, and why the game was developed in a certain fashion, and why it c- contained certain uh, references and certain storylines and, and stuff like that. So this generation really gets that all right off the bat when we didn't. We had no clue. We had a, all we knew was like the, what the credits would would say, and that was all we knew about the developer. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, what 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 else can can we say about 2020 i mean i know we've been talking about um you know during our time we've taken it back you know we've jumped in the time machine and gone gone back to the future um but as far as the way things are handled now you know developers putting out these games the way they're announced the expectations youtube or any other type of social media and and you know, game content, etc. What What else have we learned this year? Um, just being, again, restricted to where we could go and spending more time on media, more time on gaming. What else have we picked up on that maybe going forward we would like to see addressed, changed, hopefully?
1: That gaming That some gaming companies out here, they know who they are, need to focus on development and shut the hell up. Because okay. some companies come out there and run them off too much. Whether it be politics, whether it's going to be this game, how many name in, name, name games that are developers come out. We promise you it's going to be this way. And then they turn around and it's like, what? But what was that we were looking at six months ago? Mm-hmm. What is this now? You know okay. what I'm saying? How yeah. game developers they sell they you a false bill of goods. Mm. And then you know, they and then they come at you with the excuses, oh you know, it's like nah dude, shut up. Right. You 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 promised me this. This is what I'm expecting. But right. then you want to show me piss in the bucket and expect me to believe in the <laughs> <laughs> nah. right. Nah. So I think companies they need to they need to shut up, focus on the quality of game, to, and focus on the money. Damn the politics, focus on the money. Mm. And, and and that's and that's what you're
2: gonna do. Is there enough accountability, you know, on the companies and the developers? Uh, it doesn't Honestly feel like it, they, yeah, it doesn't feel like they get punished if you know they pull out a, a game incomplete or you know I think it's not that they doing it on purpose. I think you know, it's just again, it's just the rush of the circumstance. Um and they're okay with it. They'll be like, Well, we'll have a day zero patch ready for you. You know, we, we can't finish the game because you know you know the the sponsors are, are really pushing the game to be released before Christmas, Thanksgiving or whatever the, the, the moment may be.
1: So um, do you think we should hold the producers and the sponsors accountable for rush games?
2: Yeah, I think I think it should be more on the company because they're the ones that are really doing the pushing. They're the ones that want it out the door before a certain time period. You know, I don't think it's so much on the developers, but um you know, and I think, you know, overall the way word spreads out so quickly these days you know they they almost punished you know because what's happening right now exactly with cyberpunk you know on the xbox and and the playstation 4 you know it's so crappy that you know the developer had to roll back and say you know what we'll, we'll take you know we'll give you back your money i mean which company wants to wants to go through that
1: well but you know what though that was not really cd project red's fault people wouldn't leave them alone right they had they had a release date we all remember that. This is when the game's going to be released. Then they announced a delay. We want the game to be ready. And we there said was- it in the podcast. It, the, this,
2: even- is the case, yeah, this is the case in which it was reverse roles, right? In which the, the consumer wanted it more than anything. The, you know, the, the company was like, we're not ready yet. We're not ready yet. And they made it publicly known that they weren't ready. And they even pushed the game back. Um, But the, it's usually the other way around. It's usually the company... That's um that that has the developer under their arms that say you need to push this game out beforehand. There is no real accountability there. You understand?
1: Okay, I'll give you that. I'll I'll easily give you that. Easily. So <laughs> so, yeah,
0: so do I'll you bet. guys think that so let's let's put these two in comparison and and again it could have been any other games this year. Uh, we mentioned Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, full disclosure, I haven't played it. I want to play I it. Haven't. Eventually, too, I'll okay. play it. Sure. But um, Ghost of Tsushima, it came out um like almost out of nowhere. It was announced a couple years back. It was shown at E3. Uh, we knew it was Sucker Punch working on this game. They kind of went silent, put their head down. When the game came out, man, the game came out to like some raving reviews. Okay. They even came in sure. with a, uh, multiplayer, uh, that no one expected, you know, uh, just to give it more life. Um, so they took care of their business. They did what they did.
2: Uh, but and was there pressure from the, from the company that, you know, that was owning the, the game?
0: Yeah. And, and that's, that's what I was going to say was my point. Like you have a game like, like that, sony obviously you know sucker punch sony um sony probably said hey take your time make the game we're not gonna talk about it we're not gonna say anything we're just gonna let you work on our timeline when it's ready it's ready um not everybody has that leisure you know that 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 opportunity to do that but do you think that the let me, let me see how I present this. Do you think that the postponement of halo infinite. Pushed CD project red and their partnership, you know, that collaboration with Xbox, that, that had a part, a big part in having to put this game out before the end of the year.
1: No. Because wow. CD uh, CD project red. They're, they don't work, they're a partnership with Microsoft, but they ain't working under Microsoft like a lot of other developers are, so they can control the timetable, so yeah, they might have taken a hit on another delay, I'm pretty sure the company's like, yo, we need it, and I'm pretty sure they're like, yo, we ain't ready, we try to avoid...
0: But there's a contractual you know- agreement there, This this wasn't like, you know, that Xbox was like, we own you or anything, this was... Xbox in collaboration in agreement in a contract with CD project red.
1: Well, then at that, and then in that point, all the heat CD project is taking now, Microsoft needs to step up and take some of that hit too. But why? Because if the way. Because if Microsoft was pushing them to get it done, and then we talked about it earlier, you know, it's, it was a business thing. They looked at it as money. You know, hey, we want to make that money. CD Project Red obviously was like, yo, this ain't going to be cool. We shouldn't do it. We call that's facts. You can look that up. CD Project Red, they already announced delays. You're like, this is going to be delayed. It ain't going to be ready. And if you're right, and Microsoft was on the only other end going, guys need to get that out. We tired of people complaining. You need to get it out. Then I might have to put that on Microsoft and tell Microsoft to take accountability for rushing the game that wasn't ready and making CD Projekt Red fall for it.
0: I mean, I don't think we'll—I don't think we'll ever know um, if that was the case, but but I mean, it's something to think about as far as like you know, you have a collaboration, you have a contractual agreement, maybe also CD Projekt Red said, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna put out a game." And we're just going to depend on the good faith of the people that what we've done in the past is that we've come through. People know us. People know our reputation. And, yeah, the game is not going to be in the best state. But if people hang in there with us, they're not going to be disappointed. But it's going to take some more time. But we're going to put the game out. They and wouldn't somebody, be the first re- to do it.
1: And remember, got CD project Red. They ain't newbies to this. They know what they're doing.
2: Yeah, just bear with them. From my understanding, it's it's regulated to the Xbox and to the PlayStation Four. Um, it's it's not really impacting the other uh systems as as much as it was uh, for these older cons- consoles. And from what I understand, that was their, you know, their they didn't have time to really test it on the older systems because they were so focused on the newer systems. Right. Can I ask you something, Henio, Since you're uh, more of a computer expert than I am, no.
1: what happens when you run games your your PC if your if your PC can handle old tech, but you want to play new tech?
2: New tech game.
1: I, yeah, okay. you know they're trying to develop a, a a higher tier game on old tech, so yeah. like. You know, how would you try to, how, how, how what are the benefits for that? Like, and that's, problems.
2: yeah, that's what I ask myself when, when, when these developers work on these games and they come out so glitchy and stuff like that. It's like, wait a minute, how did they test these games? How did, what, what was the process? You know, what, what was the hardware that they tested it out on? Cause obviously it's not, you know, for a PC, it's, it's a moving target, right? Cause not everyone has the same system, right? Um, but for a console, that's, you know, that's hard coded hardware. That's, that's what it is. No, nobody's opening it up and and swapping out memory and stuff like that. So you know the the fact that it came out so glitchy on on a console was like, okay, well, what's going on here? You know, and you know, obviously they say that you know not enough testing went into into the older consoles. So you know, when you when you try to play a newer game on older tech, you know, you're gonna start off uh, at a bad place. You, you're gonna soon realize, man, I, I need to lower these settings. Right. And if you look on the PC side, there's a crap load of settings from shadows of the grass blades to the fog, the field of, you know, the, the, the field of view. You know, there's there's a setting for mostly anything that you see on the screen. Right. Whether it's shadowing, anti aliasing um, bitmapping, everything. So you could kind of configure it to your older hardware and still run it. You know, now I can't take you back to, you know, obviously the cheaper your your hardware is, you you know, you're going to find it very difficult to run these systems, you know, because of the technology that's being used. So, you know, normally you just, you know, you hope that you could run it at at a medium setting at the very least against some sort of, you know, immersion as what the developer was trying to do with the game.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and let me chime in on that and I'm not, you know, as as smart as Hanyo when it comes to uh the computers and stuff but what I do understand about consoles um and and have come to understand is that you know you have a a a closed boxed system and the the architecture that these last gen consoles you know the PS4 Pro our PS4 uh, OG Xbox and and you know Xbox respectively um it was a different architecture. So these new systems that we got now, these new consoles, they're running on a different architecture, a different chip. Mm -hmm. Um, and that plays a big part because you're not cutting and pasting anything (laughs) from last gen into, into this gen. And that's just putting it simple. There is no such thing as just cut and paste. Okay. It was not that easy, but, you're literally building games um, from the ground up. And that's something that Xbox has been working on for quite some time. And that's why the the backwards compatibility is such a big deal because they've been able over the years, and we're talking about a bunch of years, okay, maybe 10 years at this point, that they took the time to make sure that they built that into their games so that when we were to be here, where we're at now, that four generations back, we would still be able to play these games on our consoles. That's, that's never been done before, okay? That's been done on PC, because with PC, you can get in there, pull out your CPU, your GPU, your RAM, change your motherboard. You can do these things. But on a console, you're talking about quite literally changing the whole architecture, and so it's not like PC that gives you that that flexibility to go in there, swap out a couple of things, and uprez your game. Um, it just doesn't work that way, you know. And and I think we, as much as we want to call these consoles PCs. They are PC like, but they're not full blown PCs. You're not running windows. You're not going to do your taxes on these consoles. Okay. These are plug and play (laughs) machines. Okay. Um, and so we always have to take that into account as well, because people are like, oh, these are just PCs and why can't they just, you know, put the game on here and just, you know, click a button. It's not, it's not that easy. It's not at all, and and as long as consoles exist, that's what they're going to be. They're going to be closed box systems that, depending on you know the chipset that's in there and the tech and whatever, we might be upgrading here in five years. Who knows?
1: Well, that's true.
0: That that's just that's the way of the console. You know, right now we're amazed. And we're like, oh, we don't even have next-gen gaming. And you're right. We don't have next-gen gaming on consoles. Give it two years. I'm not even going to say next year. Give it till 2022. And you're going to start seeing, you know, the power of these systems. But by that time, take a look at what PC's doing. And I guarantee you that PC's going to be miles ahead. (laughs) That's just the reality.
1: To jump in on that. Uh guys, the companies to watch that usually take these systems and push their powers to unfathomable heights, one to watch in the coming years is going to be Santa Monica and a new God of War. Huh. All right. Santa Santa Monica has always pushed all the systems to the every PlayStation. If you've played God of War on PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. They always pushed the power of the system. And and, and I'm going to jump with...
0: in on that, Jay. It's it's not that it's Santa Monica. It's the talent at Santa Monica.
2: Absolutely. It's those
0: yeah. developers okay. because you have the potential in any of these developers, okay? You have it in Ubisoft, CD Projekt Red, The Initiative. Go down the list, okay? So but, I, but Santa Monica... Learns the system, the the PlayStation that they develop for. That's what they develop for. They don't develop for anything else. They learn it, they study it, they master it, and then they produce their game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they and max that it out
2: to its core ability.
0: Yeah, kudos to them because when a game comes out from another developer, and you're like, "Dag, like this game feels like it's missing something." of the time, you're probably right because that developer did not take the time, the additional time to actually get in there and get deeper, you know, to master it. And that's what Sucker Punch did with Ghost of Tsushima on the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 4 Pro at the end of the generation. That's yep. what the Last of Us Two did. Irregardless of whether you like the game or not, these people developed on this on this game for years and years and years, and gave another banger at the end of a console generation. Why? They because they, they intimately did. knew the system already.
2: San Diego is like that with MLB the Show. Yeah, yeah you yeah, were just saying
0: it at, uh, before we went live, right? Like. Could this game get any better?
2: Year in, year out, the studio does a phenomenal job, and I want to give this guy credit, but I don't have his name handy right here. Mm. But go ahead, continue.
0: Yeah, well, we, we, you know, it's 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 these things that in this year in twenty twenty, I've I've sat back as a gamer, and I have thought about you know my hobby. I've been thankful for being able to game um not carry that stigma that shame i think we were mentioning it earlier you know if you got past a certain age um you were just thought of as being foolish or childish because hey you're grown now you know you got kids you shouldn't be playing like we're past that i don't have any shame telling people i'm a gamer i'm 46 i game that's my hobby. That's what I do. I don't go clubbing. I don't go drinking. I don't do none of these things. I game. That's my thing. You know?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, and, and I'm AA not ashamed.
0: What's that? What's that, Jay?
1: I'm AA for gamers right now. Let it out.
0: <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that, you know, how things have changed. And here we are 20 years into the 21st century. I know where I was in 2020 I know what I was doing I know what what games I was playing and I would have never thought that 20 years in we would have first of all the amount of games that we have we have games galore we have games that we will never play we will never know of I mean we got games (laughs) of all shapes and sizes accessibility to games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, I always cheerlead Game Pass. We have an amazing service in Game Pass that just lets you go in there for a subscription. Man, growing up, I wish $15 a month, which I don't pay because I use Bing points, but <laughs> you know, $15 a month or $10 a month to think growing up growing up, that I would have had access to $200, you know, to 200 games for $10 a month? You know, uh, Blockbuster and Hollywood Video would have been out of business a long time ago. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, we had Sega Channel. It worked for a short amount of
0: time. Oh, come on. I want to talk about something that worked. (laughs) Not no Sega Channel. It did
1: work. Sega Channel worked.
0: There was nothing, but nothing it it, it wouldn't even compare to, to what Game Pass is. Right now, and I don't care I don't- whether the people like it or not, hate it or not, criticize yeah. it or not. It, it's the best, it's the best deal in gaming, in my opinion. Um, but that's 2020 for you. I mean, that's blown up, it continues to grow. We have games, I got games in my backlog that are like two years old, two, three years old, um, and maybe even more. Uh, but I'm, I'm grateful. I know that 2020 has been hard on a lot of people. It's been harder on others, uh, on some more than others. But for me, 2020 is not a year that I'm like, oh man, good riddance, because a lot of good has come out of it. You know, it it's personally, it's made me think of where are my priorities, Um, what's important to me, what's important to my family. Um, it's made me cut a lot of unnecessary things out of my life. And as far as gaming, I've been enjoying gaming now more than ever. And I don't know if that's a consensus here, but that's just my take on it.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I was in a gaming funk for a while but twenty twenty did uh did do a lot of things I agree with uh end time on this one as much as a lot of people can talk about the negative because let's be honest, most people are going to remember twenty twenty as being the most one of the most negative years you can think of, but there's a lot of good that came out of twenty twenty hmm. i I gained a lot more I grew closer to people. You know, I met End Time this year. That was some of the best times.
0: Oh, yeah. That was a highlight. We got to crash your (laughs) pace.
1: Yeah, man. We we, we had a good time, too. So, you know, there's a lot of good, I can say. And gaming-wise, you know, we're keeping it, you know, 2020 about gaming. It doesn't matter how old the game is, whether it's recent, whether it's old. If you're gaming, you're gaming.
2: Yeah.
0: Most definitely, Pop says in the room, I'm just waiting for a battle pass for game pass. Spend a hundred hours playing game pass games to unlock 20 more free
2: games.
0: (laughs) And he will too. that man don't sleep.
2: Man. man, I
1: think pop be drinking and I don't know what to say about that
2: dude. He just just want to add a note here. Uh, Ramon Russell, Ramon Russell runs, uh, the, the San Diego studio for MLB, the show, Mm. um, Talk about running a tight ship with with a bunch of guys that know what they're doing. Again, very impressed with the, with the game year in, year out. And, you know, that type of, you know, powerhouse leadership, you know, makes the game good. They know the system. They know, you know, they know the boundaries. They know, you know, okay, you know, we can't make it here. We're going to make it here. And, and they're able to polish off the game in that respect. So, so shout out to, to Ramon Russell for running an awesome, awesome uh, team over there in San Diego Studios. Yeah, most definitely. Hey,
1: shout out to you guys. Keep it, keep up the good work yeah, out there.
2: Yeah, because there are there are some good developers out there. Not all of them are gonna, you know, throw out a piece of junk. You know, they'll take the time. Yeah, they're under a lot of constraint. You know, they start early. Um, you know, the the minute that they release the game, they're already focused for the next year. And, and they say, you know, they, they'll spend time with you on release days and stuff like that. But, you know, once once the game is a couple of weeks in, they're, they're already looking at what they're going to be doing next year. They mm. already got that roadmap laid out. And, you know, any, any good plan will be executed properly, you know. So it, with it, I'm going to say it right here, right now, you know, to go to the next level, you have to take it to the next level. And that's oh, what okay. you know, a good development does. Look at him! Yeah,
0: pa, oh, Pop man, says in the I chat, I can't even drink anymore. Ha ha ha! Been sober for about four to five months.
1: <laughs> oh, ah, nice. oh, oh, congratulations, baby! Yeah.
2: Cheers, Let's see you.
1: Work, yeah. man! Cheers for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, pops.
0: That's last time good, I I spoke to pops about I don't know maybe it was like a month or or so he was gonna be a a grandfather twice. So. Oh. Yeah, he need to uh, get his energy up for them grandkids that are coming. So,
2: <laughs>
1: okay, I got a question for you guys, and I'm, I'm gonna make this fun. We're entering new generation of gaming, right? So I want you, I want each of you to name one retro game from any any doesn't matter where it's from that you would like to see remastered
2: or redone on the new gen. Hmm. Yeah, I got I, I think I I've dreamt about this. <laughs> we're about gonna let, we're
0: gonna cut Hanyo loose on that one. Then go ahead before he pops.
2: That <laughs> yeah. brother said I dreamt about this. He I, dreamed actually, about this. <laughs> no, it, actually, it, it's it's actually been released already. It's on the PC side. I don't think you heard too much of it on um on the console side. I think it was more of a of a you know a property of Steam type of game. Um, Road Rash. Mm, i um, remember that God, i spent so much time on road rash and I, i'm trying to remember the name of it that's it's being sold under in, in in uh in steam it's something like road redemption or something like that it's not called exactly road rash but the concept is there with the new gen uh graphics so mm. you know that type of gameplay i really you know i was really hoping that you know it was i think it was made by ea correct you yeah, are correct it was you, EA, you are, EA, are correct EA, Yep. yeah unfortunately ea wasn't part of this one or maybe it was a good thing that it was <laughs> weren't part of this one and it's a it's a low profile game right now you know but it was a game that I was like man I wish they would remake it and they kind of did remake it I remember real rash man That was yeah, that was, rash was, a, was a lot of fun like clubbing, clubbing your you, know. you had to be a special individual to make it through it all okay. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure I have more titles in my head, but that was just one that that actually came to fruition. Um, is it a top seller? No, I mean, but I, I you know I got to play it, you know, and and it was always like you know you saw the pixelated version of these motorcycles and and those hilltops and those you know up and down <laughs> seesawing motion, and I was yeah. like, man, I wish that that game would come true. Yeah, Ro-
0: nice. Road Rash was a game that I actually checked out because I enjoyed playing. Uh, Hang on. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. So I said, yeah, this got to be cool. It's a motorcycle and you can get to smash people's faces in. Yeah. That's it it's pretty cool. So um a game that bless you, a game that um uh, actually was announced at the Game Awards that I've never played and even the announcement or the rumor until they confirmed it, um I wasn't even interested in until after the fact, like after I went back and saw the trailer and, and, uh, looked at the developer, uh, interview, uh, perfect dark, perfect dark. Sir? Yeah. Perfect oh, yeah. dark, but I'm coming from a place and let me be clear. I'm coming from a place that I've never played the original, so I don't have any nostalgia. I don't know anything about the story. I know the character's name is Joanna dark. She's supposed to be some sort of a spy or something. But what caught my attention was the developer interview, um, after the game awards, I went back and I looked it up and I think I mentioned it to Jay after I saw the developer interview and they were talking about what they're planning for the game and what the vision is, because the game is not even anywhere near being done. I think it's in, it's still, it's in, in its infancy, um, but it gave me that vibe that I haven't had since The Division. And I actually want to follow this game. Because I followed The Division from the very beginning. When it was just concept art. okay? And that's how I feel about uh, Perfect Dark. So I'm going to be digging into any like news on it. Uh, articles, whatever. I'm going to follow that game. Because if it's even remotely what they were talking about, like what they want to bring to the table, I think it's going to be a special game. And, Uh-oh. you know, it, it might just be one of those games that I get, you know, wrapped up in like I did with The Division. um, Just the world and the story and just the whole concept of the game, the whole idea of the game. It sounds like that to me. So... We'll see. We shall see. They have um, high expectations, you know, calling themselves a quadruple studio. So let's see what they produce. Um, I'm keeping my, you know, my expectations down, but I'm really interested to see what the initiative puts out as, it, as you know, these next couple of years uh, pass by. So what about you, Jay? I know I'm sure you have a shopping list.
1: Oh man, I could, I could rant on for days about that. I'm a, you know, first I'm gonna say sleek. This one's for you. Uh, it's definitely gonna be an RPG, and it's it was it was it was released on the PlayStation One, and it is called Legend of Dragoon. And if they took the power of PlayStation Five, remade and remastered. That RPG Legend of Dragoon, it'll sell systems right away. Easy. Easy.
0: So you're talking about well, a remaster of this RPG.
1: Yeah. Oh, dude. A dude,
0: remaster. Dude. Not a remake. A remaster. Why not a you can remake? You can,
1: you can remake it, you can remaster it. How would you, you remake, remake it? it?
0: How would you remake uh Dragoon? Legend uh, of Dragoon.
1: Yeah, you should look it up. Uh man. I'm familiar with
0: it. That's why I'm asking you.
1: See, I would go the Final Fantasy VII route remake. I mean, if you're going, because the game's a classic, it's definitely not going to be, you know, super difficult. You know, you're probably going to either, you know, they're either going to change something about the system, whether it be the gameplay or the battle system, which you can either do, you know, uh, a new style or retro style, depending on which one you want to do. You know, of course, you're going to you can add more to the story because, I mean, the game was anticipated when game came out. It came out like right after the Final Fantasy seven boom kind of died off. Mm -hmm. So Final Fantasy seven came out. Everybody's like, oh, Final Fantasy seven is like, you know, that thing. And then right when Final Fantasy seven was dying. The Legend of Goon just kind of popped out of nowhere. And then when you played the game, you were like, wow, okay, this is not what I expect. This game is awesome. It will work. There are people out there that swear about this game. If you haven't played it, I recommend you play it. Legend of Goon is an awesome RPG. And, um, you know, and those of you out there listening right now, throw it out there in the chat. You know, your retro game you want to see on next gen. Let me let's let us hear what you think.
0: Yeah, I think when I think about like these um uh retro games that could be either remastered or uh just reimagined, um, I think of those games as a excellent opportunity to be made and put on Game Pass. You know, just so that it has that visibility. Um, because you're talking about games that are retro. And a lot of people just don't know. Um, and just for the exposure, I will put them on game pass and, and let people be exposed to them. And, you know, hopefully it sparks, uh, a, a, an interest in someone who would have probably never given it a, a second look just because they're not familiar with it. Like, like you and I are. So, uh, let's see, I'm just trying to catch the chat here. Pop says... Ogre Battle, March of the Black Queen. Now, I've never heard of that.
1: Oh. Wow, That brother went back to Ogre Battle. That was a tactical. Uh, it was a tactical RPG. Good choice, pops. Mm. Good choice.
0: Tactical RPG. Yep.
1: Yeah, you, you have never. Have you ever played games like that? It's kind of like uh, a fantasy game, but it's kind of like with chess. Everybody has their own kind of move and special yeah. power.
0: I played, you know, uh, uh, tactical RPGs and stuff, not really my genre. I don't really play like RTS games either. Um, I just don't have like the patience for them, you know, and, and it's kind of funny cause I do like playing chess, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just never been like, like the game you guys see, if you guys are watching this on stream on video. Uh i'm playing the last campfire this is um not even it's towards the beginning of the game no spoilers i think but the game has just this really nice story um and the puzzles the puzzles are really good really well made and this is kind of like the games that i like to like just chill with you know when i need to like kind of cleanse the palate because i've been playing something else you know and uh you know kind of cleanse the palate and just you know come back to to something that's just going to like reset me before I jump into something else that's hot and heavy so but yeah any uh, anything else as we are looking to wrap up here we're about an hour and a half into it already um 2020 i mean I, some people are going to be like good riddance i'm done other people are like <laughs> hey you know what the year was a year of reflection Um, what do you think is 2021 what would you like 2021 to look like Uh, and I leave it wide open you can talk about gaming you can talk about just anything 2021 what can we expect what are you expecting
2: I think it's going to be an extension more of of this year um, by you know, probably by summertime, we'll start seeing a little bit of change, a little bit more laxed environment. Um, but, uh, you know, for the f- for the most part, the first half of the you know the, the new year is going to be more of the same, um, you know, lockdowns and stuff like that. Hopefully the weather will turn better and, you know, people will get the flu less and everyone will be well vaccinated and uh, feel more freedom to, to move about and, you know, restrictions will be lifted uh that'll be towards the end of the year and uh you know gaming will always still be there um you'll be waiting for the next wave of games that are kind of come out for the for the christmas season so uh, just an extension more of 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 this year i believe
0: okay how about you jay
1: 2021 uh i i, I really don't know i i take uh every day as it comes as far as gaming goes, uh, I hope for the best. I hope that we, you know, we as a we as gamers and developers and whatever kind of side you stand on, that we grow from the things that we have failed on this year, and we grow from things that we have succeeded. You know, sometimes give people. Uh, Give companies a chance out there. I know I've talked my smack about Anthem, but I'm gonna go ahead and say your year in review. I can't wait to play uh, Anthem 2.0. I thought you guys had a great game in Anthem. It just went terribly wrong. So I am excited about Anthem 2.0. You know, show me something good, and you will get my money again. That's for damn. <laughs> uh,
0: <yeah>. Again, again, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that uh, making no excuses, um, kind of piggyback on what you're saying, and then put my own thoughts into it. But uh, you know, that's part of the territory with with gaming. Um, we have certain expectations. Marketing is good at selling us something that you know maybe we're already imagining, but it's not really the actual product. Um, and for that, you know, I kind of, uh, congratulate them and kind of point the finger at us and say, at the end, we're the ones responsible (laughs) to do a little bit more homework before we go and put our hard earned money down. Um, 2021, I really do hope that, uh, we don't forget 2020. I hope 2021, uh, builds on the things we've learned, um, the appreciation that we've come to have for one another. I'm thankful for you, Jay, uh, for being able to go and and meet you and hang out, uh, enjoy your hospitality. We just lounged. It was uh, my 46th birthday. Uh, spend it there with you and my uh, and my brother. And I didn't feel like you was a stranger ever. Um, hey, yo, I'm glad that here towards the tail of uh, 2020, you came out of nowhere. If If there was a person that I would have never imagined and least expected to have gotten excited, I don't even know what it was that you heard or how you even came across the podcast or whatever, but I just remember you making the comment and I just reached out to you, I think, and said, hey, you should just come on board and here you are. Um, You know,
2: I'll tell you what I heard. You know what I heard? I heard ladies of the jury. (laughs) (laughs) It was Jay, huh? (laughs) I said I heard. ladies of the jury.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was it. That's what drew you in. (laughs)
2: I
1: was like, <laughs> uh, that's
2: that's you're crazy that's funny accidental.
1: are you are you diving with me right now like-
0: getting that love jay
1: getting that love i just
0: know i just know henio was i'm sure henio like us because you know it's like he's i don't know jay but it's always like i feel like we've we've always been together. Like we've been doing this for like years and years and years. Um, it almost feels like we're sitting, you know, on a porch somewhere drinking some lemonade or something and just shooting the breeze. And that's what it's all about. It's just, you know, sharing our passion, having a good time, trying to just decompress and disconnect. That's what we do. We do it naturally. That's what this podcast is about. It's not really, uh, anything that we're looking to, uh, you know, make a second career out of. And as far as, you know, the channel and content, it might not be the best. It might not be the greatest. It's okay. We enjoy this. I enjoy it and I enjoy my time with you guys. So I hope 2021 just lets us build on it. So that's my
2: hopes. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, you know, I echo the, the same sentiments, you know, it's it's been a blessing you know it's it's been uh 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 just you know a break away from the norm for me and you know great company you know great topics and you know a a good community out here reaching out to us so you know i'm I'm grateful for that and i look forward to you know the coming years yes sir yes sir oh
1: so back to one of your points that you just made uh I want to say this to all you guys, whether you listen to this podcast or not. We all have an opinion, whether you love it or you hate it. And I respect any and I respect any and everyone's opinion on no matter what it is. Whether it be your favorite game, your favorite character, your favorite actor, I don't care your opinion, whether you like it or not, but respect everybody's opinion. Some of these fights that people start are stupid. Somebody says something stupid, respect the opinion. You ain't got to like it, but just respect it. Some of these fights be grown people, grown-ass men. Well, this person... Really? man, hey, shut up. Just let it go. We, gaming is a great community. they are great people out here. But you can have great conversations about gaming. We do it on this podcast, remember? Sometimes I look like a jerk on here. But at least I, you know, I but I stand for what I love in gaming. And I'm willing to have that conversation with anybody. And I will respect that I I respect you. So let's respect each other. And let's keep this gaming world wonderful.
0: Yeah, keep and I'm it. I'm glad you brought that up, Jay, because a lot of tox- toxicity or you know that's out there um a lot of nonsense heated arguments over you know who's a fanboy of what hey, just do your gaming, but I will say both of you guys have restored that faith in me to actually game with other people um you know, I usually was. The solo player, you know, my games, I can sit, play on my own, but after doing this and hanging out with you guys and hanging out with the DFG community and meeting a lot of other people, like almost dusty Mangry, you know, the list just goes on pops, uh, Nate, all these people, you know, are some, I know some I've never met, but it's like, I've known you guys and really. When I say that I consider you guys family, it's because of that, because it's not just the gaming. It's that we've been able to connect and share some laughs. We've been able to share some personal things. Um, You guys have given me the opportunity to even, you know, mention you in my prayers. And we might not have all the same beliefs and all that other stuff. But, you know, you guys are uh, a family to me. And that's something that. Gaming, if gaming bought that about, then I'm thankful for it, man. I'm grateful and I don't want to spend my time fighting and bickering, you know, when I could just be forming these relationships again, even if they are far away, distant relationships, um, they're real. They mean something to me, man. I know that I'm not going to grow old and, uh, be a hermit. Because that that was a path I was going down. You know, just being a hermit. But gaming doesn't allow that. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that, man. On a personal level, I've shared it before and I'll share it briefly. I've always uh, struggled with, you know, depression at times where the world just becomes gray. And gaming has been therapeutic. Gaming has... Hold me out of that and doesn't allow me to go into a a dark place and shut myself in Uh, because I know that there's people there, Um, you know, and I don't have to tell people anything. They just know and they say, yo, let's go, let's roll. And we either grab our rifles or, you know, our favorite weapon and hunt hunt some monsters or whatever it is, you know, Uh, and that means a lot. It means more than what you guys will ever know coming from me personally. So that's my two oh, cents. I ain't got nothing else to say. <laughs> oh, talking about
1: you got anything to throw on there? In you? Pop says, no, if you
0: no. can put up with me, you're golden. Pops, I love you. You know, I tell you that. And I tell you that you're also a pain in my ass. And, you know, whenever, whenever I, I can tolerate Pops for a while, I let him know. And whenever he get on my nerves, I let him know. But that's why I love Pops because, you know, he don't get butt hurt about things. He knows he, he knows himself better than we know him. And I'm sure that i sure that I'm I get on people's nerves as well. But it's all good. That's what that's what man, family Pops, does.
1: Man, look, Pops are old coot that ain't got nothing else better to do. <laughs> Play games and talk noise, and he but, will do that all day long. <laughs>
0: yeah i still want to go and meet pops i want to go see this yeah, man right. i want to go yeah. i want to go share a meal with this man um and i don't know hey. pops might be some lunatic or something but i want to meet him i want to shake his hand i want to look hey. at him in the eye and be like okay i i've come to know who you are and i'm good you know
1: i might have to be because i want to meet pops i want to see if he's gonna have one of them big Hill Billy Beards. I expect (laughs) Pops to have like this long beard and you know he just be stroking it. Like that's how I see Pops talking all that noise.
0: I don't know. I don't know about the beard, man. I think I seen a picture of Pops and he's he's a big ball headed dude, bro, with tattoos. (laughs) Yeah, he a scary looking guy. (laughs) Oh man. Pop says, Yeah, well, you suck at puzzle games. Yes, I do. I do suck at puzzle <laughs> games. <laughs> you, you can see me struggling in this footage, right? <laughs> so, uh, that I said, it's put the lotion on its skin. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, I would have never met these characters if it wasn't for uh, just saying, hey, you know what? I'm just going to jump on and do this thing and uh, see what comes out of it. So, it's all good, man. Well, I'm ready to shut it down, guys. If you ain't got nothing else to say, oh, I'm not yeah, trying oh. to drag this out no more. Maybe oh, uh Jay can this give us it, the man. uh closing line here.
1: Oh, okay, but for, right. <laughs> hey, What up, man? I'm the only I, I haven't went on a gaming adventure with you yet. All right. 2021. That's got to happen.
2: All right. Let's write it down. We're going to do this.
1: I don't care what it is. It has right. to be a good adventure we got to take.
2: Yeah, I'll put myself out there. It's not like I haven't tried. I, I've been online and, you know, been playing. We we actually hooked up. We played uh, golf during your, your absence. But, you know, we'll definitely get online and hook up. And, and we'll definitely have a great time. I know that for sure.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, and to those who have been waiting, it looks like it's about their time to shut it down. So, for all my people out there in the, in the audience and those who listen and who don't, it's your time and it's your money. Use it and spend it wisely. Have a good night.
2: Good night. All right.
0: And with that, we're going to shut it down, people. Be good. Do good. And as always, keep your life and your gaming drama free.
2: Later, people. Good Lord. Mm Mm-hmm.